falling in love is something, but trying to get attention is another thing. And uh, if there are many women together, sometimes there is also rival instinct, okay? But this is the instinct that uh, for the survival of human race, to make the human race uh, always uh, populate, okay? Yes, yes, thank you. And if you don't want to play that game, then just don't, huh? Determined to do that. You think, I, <laughs> I always uh, feel easy to work uh, uh, in my situation or anywhere I go, you know? I just have to put up with it because for the higher goal, yeah, for the higher goal, I try to just concentrate on that goal and whatever else is just, by the way, passing by and it will be gone in no time, okay? Again, concerning the uh, flirtatious attitude uh, in the question, it is better that we keep our dignity and safety calm. It's not just for women. Uh, it's for men also. Um, we should always keep our honesty and sincerity and dignity, not selling them for cheap thrill or bribing or using affection to bribe for, for favors or whatever purposes. It's one thing to fall helplessly in love and another thing to disturb others' tranquility with our insincere attention, uh, fake affection and uh, rivalry attitude or purposes. I think you know what's the right thing to do. Yes. Thank you very much, Master. You're welcome, my love. Yeah. It's not easy. You're not alone. But try again, again, and again. Okay? Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hi, Master. Hi. Master, we've learned so, so much from you. Even when you are under so much pressure or when you face unpleasant situations, you always keep such an optimistic attitude. You still bring happiness to others no matter what. Regardless of what you're personally facing, your humor still brings smiles to others. In one of our conferences with you, you told us that you have a very positive feeling for the world to become vegan. Mm. And you told us to keep this positive vision. We've all read from the Bible that except you become a child, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And you said how when we're happy, we create that heaven for ourselves. So how do we train ourselves to always be positive and happy like you, to become like pure, innocent children again and not let our habitual negative thinking deter us from the path of returning to God? Mm, okay. Uh, as I said before, a different question. We just have to try, okay? And yes. we have to think that uh, things happen for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to work in such a situation when everybody is uh, rubbing elbows together like that and under sometimes uh, technical pressure or time pressure to keep always your core, yes? 
So just never mind. Everybody understands. Uh, when you're a little short of patience, everyone is the same. So don't worry too much about that. Just concentrate on your positive traits of the goal that you are trying to fulfill. Then you'll be fine. You know, you just think everything is in God's hand. Yeah, and try your best. <laughs> and what is a child? You see, that you should be in order to enter the kingdom of God, as the Bible said. A child is someone who is so pure, so positive, innocent, no judgment, always loving and kind and want to be loved and never want to harm anything or anybody. If we all just be like that, then we have world peace and we have the kingdom of God at hand. All right, try. <laughs> Thank you, Master. I'm sure this question everybody asks as well out there. Huh? <laughs> and thanks for asking for their sake. Okay, Choco? Chocolate? Thank you, Master. When Master told us stories about how simple task is and how people around Master cannot do it right, it does sound very easy. But when we actually come to our turn, we make the same silly mistakes. How can we be fully conscious and do the work out of wisdom and purity and not out of ego or impulsiveness when we are in your presence? Thank you, Master. (laughs) Okay, I'm used to it, all this already. You see, when the negative power cannot get me, they try to get people around me. Yeah, this is always since times immemorial with all the masters and the attendants. It's a famous story, okay? (laughs) I don't know why it is so complicated, but all my advice is very simple. Just do what is asked, not what you think the master needs or the master should need or should want. You see? Yes, master. All this happens (laughs) because of our ego our habitual thinking, and it is the negative power also which surround us and triggers some of the negative traits that existed within us, and then coupled with the ego and bad habits. That's how it happened. Okay? Just pay more attention. Be pure. Be simple. <laughs> then it's easier. But never mind. Never mind. It's okay also, whatever it is, I'm used to it already. It doesn't matter that much. If it's a for personal thing, then it doesn't matter that much. It's just sometimes when it's connected with the, the world or other people comfort, then it's just a little bit um, uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> but we try our best, okay? We try okay. our best, all of us. <laughs> Thanks, Master. You're welcome, my love. Wow, you have a lot of questions. Hello, beloved Master. Hi. Hi, Master. You gave us the most wonderful divine meditation method and shared with us the most amazing uh, tips on how we can speed up our spiritual progress. But what about the people who does not practice the light and sound meditation? What would be your advice to them so they can recognize God and be the God who they truly are? Thank you, Master. Ah. Well, I have uh, told many things already during lectures and also uh, through the Supreme Master Television. 
I don't know what else advice to give them, except that they should be aware of all the blessing around them. As I have told already in Cancun, that we are so precious, precious. All the whole universe are blessing us, and we should not waste this blessing. And be aware, be thankful. And I have another tip that they can try when they feel stressed or when they remember. Just breathe in and think or imagine or aware that they're breathing the best, the highest blessing from all around them and from the divinity. And then breathe out to bring that divinity and blessing into the surrounding and the world. They can try that any time they free or remember. And after a while, maybe they become better, they think clearer and become more gentle person, <laughs> more worthwhile within themselves. Okay? Breathe in all the best from the universe and breathe out to spread that blessing and positive power around them and into the world. Okay? In the best, out the blessing. <laughs> Thank you, Master. And of course, of course, eat no meat. <laughs> vegan, yeah? Then it helps. Because if you're vegan, then you have higher percentage of blessing because you elevate yourself into a higher dimension and then you get higher blessing, uh, more power, okay? That's all. All right. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. My second question is, um, we were happy and amazed to hear that many spiritual blessing lines have been lengthened and are completed, meaning the ends have merged. Could Master share with us how this happened in such a short time? Thank you, Master. I think maybe someone have tried hard to fix them, huh? <laughs> and God and God is helping to do that. So I just thank heaven for it, okay? Because it's good for us. Wow. Thank you, Master. <laughs> One last question, Master. Mm. At this time, have many more spiritual blessing lines been lengthened that earth is no longer in such a precarious situation? Could Master help us understand how lengthening, thickening, and joining the SBLs help protect earth inhabitants better? Does it help to dissolve some of the negativity and afford us more physical time to help the planet? Thank you, Master. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It just keeps the negative destruction pattern on hold for a longer time, just help to hold the planet in balance to buy time, you see? But earthling must change to a more benevolent lifestyle, must be more grateful for all the blessing they get and refilling their blessing power so that uh, all we want, like peace, uh, harmony, safety, and uh, plentiful for the whole planet inhabitants will come true. Because to be a human is very precious already, very lucky already. And if you are famous, then you must know that in the past life you have earned so much spiritual point. And if you are beautiful or handsome, 
then you know in the past life you have plenty, plenty of spiritual merit. And now, in order to continue to keep this status and more spiritual elevation, we have to refill our bank account, yes, by being more benevolent, by being loving and kind, and by praying or practicing meditation and uh, avail ourselves of all the blessing that we can get from the sun, the moon, the stars, the trees, the plants, the animals, the wild animals, the pet animals, etc., etc. Everything bless us, mountains, forests, trees, river, oceans. We have blessing all the time. We are the master of the universe. All are blessing us. So we should behave the way a master uh, should behave. Then we get more and more blessing and support from everyone and everything all the time. It's not like we will have less support if we don't behave. It's just we don't get as much support and blessing when we do not behave as a master. We obstruct ourselves by our bad habits, undesirable unbenevolence uh, quality, okay? The more benevolence, the more virtuous, the more noble, the more blessing we can absorb and assimilate, and the more elevate we are spiritually. Okay. Happy? Yes, Master. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hi, Master. Hi. Master, in the Mexico conference, you were explaining how a ninth-level master blesses disciples 30,000% daily, and the higher one is, the more blessings we can receive. What can we do to elevate ourselves so that we can maximize the boundless blessings that master graces us with? Thank you, Master. I already told many times in maybe some other places Maybe you be patient, huh? And when uh, you get these tapes, <laughs> and there will be a lot revelation as well, okay? I don't want to keep repeating the same things all the time. But, uh, you know, um, generally speaking, avail yourself of all the blessing around you as much as you can. Being a vegetarian, you are already blessed, okay? A lot you already receive a lot more blessing from the animals and uh, others around you and sun, moon and all that. But of course you meditate more and do more selfless service or renunciation of world desire. That will also enhance your spiritual practice and speed up your progress. Okay? But do what you can. Hmm? Everyone is different. We can only do our best according to our capability. Hmm? Yes, Master. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You like it, huh? <laughs> you like my answers, huh? Mm. Yeah. Yes, Master. <laughs> we love them. Yes. Beloved Master, you revealed the immense benefits of the sun in one of the previous conferences. Mm. And we thank you very much for the amazing tip to speed up our spiritual practice. Mm. Master, can we get blessing from the sun even just by thinking about the sun? If so, 
How much difference in blessing is there if one thinks about the sun compared to sitting under the sun, Master? Big difference. You don't feel as hot. <laughs> okay. The blessing when sitting under the sunlight, even with cover with the, uh, you know, thin cloth or something, or within the sun's uh, shining spot, and thinking of the sun is uh, different. The difference is 90%. Hmm? Wow. When you're in the sun, you have more. For example, if you're in the sun, you get 100% blessing. If you just think of the sun, of course you have blessing too, but less, huh? only 10% more or less. Okay? Okay, Master. So, go in the sun whenever you can. <laughs> but cover yes, yourself, master. okay? Right. Uh, master, how about for those countries that don't have much sun? Can they get blessings from the sun on a cloudy day or perhaps from the rain? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, the rain also blesses. Yeah, it's different. Yes. And uh, a less sunny country, uh, sorry, less blessing <laughs> from the sun. Nah? But we have other sources of blessing, as I told you, from the sea, from the water, from the river, from the trees from the plants in your gardens, from your dogs, your cats, yeah, from the wild animals surrounding your area, okay? Now flying over your houses, the birds in the gardens, the fox, the tigers, <laughs> the lions. <laughs> Even if they're not around you, they're far away from you, but if you request their blessing, they will be sending it your way, okay? Wow. They are very gracious. Animals are very gracious. And Master, when we are in a state of remembering God, do we earn spiritual blessing points? If yes, how much uh, is the percentage compared to the son's blessing? Thank you, Master. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. We do earn when we remember God. Anytime, of course. But it depends on how deep, okay? And of course, God's blessing is much, much, much more than the son's blessing. Is very, very profound and lasting. But you see, because God knows that we can't always <laughs> remember God or cannot always see God in a vision, so God allow the sons or let the sun to bless us. There's something we can see, okay? We can feel. It's a representative of God, okay? All right. He let the sons help us. <laughs> Master, uh, as we were just talking about um, uh, nature blessing us, and uh, the question is, the elements of nature blessing us, is that keeping a balance of the earth, keeping it in order? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Of course, of course, of course. Mm, they give love, nature, or wild animals, or all animals give us blessing because we are not able to bless ourselves enough. You see, they're helping to give all this love to counter the hatred that we breed within this world and we breed within war with each other and with animals. If there have not been the animals' love and the nature's love, like even trees and plants and ocean and rivers, we would have been annihilated long time already. We would have 
disappeared long time without their love and their help. So we have to be grateful for all around us who has been helping us unconditionally, quietly, with all the sacrifice that they made. I'm always grateful. I don't know how about you or anyone else. Every day I'm grateful that we are still here, that the planet is still rescuable, that we are in good condition, some part of our planet still in good condition. They are keeping us in balance to buy time. They're keeping us in balance. I hope everyone be aware of our fortune and be grateful. Yes, Master. Definitely, Master. A follow-up to that, Master. Um, The level of the elements of nature, are they uh, below the third level? Or are they high, are they like the sun, like the fifth level? Oh, some high, some low, huh? Not all are the same. Not all are the same, my love. You know that. They are different. Uh, some are also high, but uh, they don't have the allotted power and mission to bless the world as much as the sun, okay? The sun is different. The sun is allowed to do that. Thank you, Master. Thank you very much. Hello, Master. Hi. Uh, We think of you as the ocean of love, Master. How harmful is it that humans are polluting the precious ocean with litter, chemicals, and all the damaging byproducts of meat production? It's very, very harmful. It's very harmful if we damage the ocean, we threaten our own lives. Because uh, we know that every second breath of our existence came from the ocean. And physically speaking, the ocean is very important to our well-being. You know, supply oxygen, neutralizing pollution, supporting marine lives, which in turn also supporting our lives. Because the animals supporting our lives as well, you know that? So damaging the ocean is almost like damaging ourselves. It's just the effect that we don't always see immediately. That's why people do not stop doing what they do. And the oceans suffer greatly right now. You know, many dead zones, marine lives die en masse. Even polar bears suffer. And all the big fish, almost like 90% disappearing and faster and faster all the time. We are really in great calamity. <sighs> yeah, everyone knows so. We don't want to talk about that on New Year, or do we? (laughs) No, Master. (laughs) Happy New Year, Master. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) I just want to bring people happiness for New Year, at least temporarily. Yes. (laughs) And everything else, I hope they do know and practice and try to stop the destruction of the planet and uh, ecosystem on this planet including marine lives and the ocean the life. Yes, yes. Thank you, Master. Thank you so much. You're welcome, my love. Hello, Master. 
Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you, Master. Master, during your speech at the gala in Cancun, you spoke of the five angels who protect us if we keep the five precepts. And you also said the more disciplined we are, the more angels we have. Could you please tell us what are some of the specific things we can do to have more angels to protect us? Uh, just basic, you know, like be good, be selfless, help others in your capacity as much as you can. Keep the five precepts as a basic of uh, having a good human life, like do not kill, do not lie, do not steal, do not uh, lust after other people's partners, do not take intoxication, you know, and help all regardless of race and creeds, love all regardless as well. Behave like a great God who loves all and forgive all and serve all. Okay? Very simple. <laughs> Do good. Be good. Be veg. <laughs> yes, thank you, Master. Uh, I have a follow-up question. Yeah. For those who do work like Supreme Master Television or Loving Hut and other God's works, do we have more angels around us? Yeah. Uh, they do all the work just as good, huh? Or better. <laughs> yes. Angels always help people who are good and who are helping others, who are good to others. Yes. We cannot bribe the angels. We cannot buy the angels. We can just be good, and they will come automatically by their own accord to help us. Okay. And then how do we call upon these angels for help when we are doing God's work so that it can go smoothly and successfully? Just tell them. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them, ask them, just like you asking me, all right? Inside yes, or outside? Yes, Master. Speak to them verbally or in your heart. They do it. They do what you want all the time. Are these angels specialized in certain tasks or they just bless us all around? They do bless us all around whenever possible or whenever necessary also, but they are also specialized in different fields, okay? Yes, Master. Thank you, Master. Yeah. Who do you think is helping you to do the camera work so good? Who do you think <laughs> that helped you to know, to learn about special effects so quick? Uh, who do you think that is helping with all the situation when you feel that it's hopeless or when you feel it's so difficult? Who, who do you think is working with you, hmm? even without you asking? You think you did it all? No, Master. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that hurts your ego? No? <laughs> you think you did it all, right? <laughs> Up to now, yes. <laughs> Hello, Master. Despite Master's busy, busy schedule, you set aside a number of weeks to grace Cancun with your presence during the United Nations Climate Talks. 
And we thank you also for the extra special news we are able to air through your notes in attending the conferences. One of which was the news of the Mexican president, Felipe Calderon, emphasizing that the highly potent methane gas emissions from animal agriculture and fertilizers must be reduced. The question, Master, was there something particularly special about this COP16 conference or this time period in Cancun that merited Master's presence? Thank you, Master. I, of course... Do what I can to help the world, huh? to encourage the world leaders to save our planet. That's why I was there. Besides, I, I went there because I was invited by the kind, gentle government of Mexico. In the two previous occasions, last year once, and this year before Cancun, like the World Mayor Summit Conference, I had to cancel one conference last year. And this uh, year, when the World Mayor Summit, just before Cancun um, World Climate Change Conference, I also had to refuse due to some physical obstruction. And I feel very bad. So at least this time, <laughs> I had to go in any case, okay? <laughs> because the government of Cancun is very, very, very kind, very uh, respectful. And uh, I would have felt bad if I did not go, even if I did not want to go. But I did want to go, and I was glad I was able to go, okay? We thank you for your blessings you gave us while you were there, and all the time. Thank you, my love. If I have any blessing, I'm always glad to give. Thank you, Master. Hi, Master. Hi, beauty, again. <laughs> Master, it seems like the Mexican media was very receptive of your visit and uh, wisdom. Is it because uh, the world's consciousness has been more awakened? Um, does your past affinity with Mexico through previous video conferences help the country to better understand your message? Partly. Mm, yes, but uh, partly because... Uh, Mexican people as a whole is a, a race of friendly, hospitable, and pure-hearted people. I have always liked them very much, yes? I told you many times <laughs> and long time before Cancun. You know that, okay? Thank you. I like them very much. Mexican people are very blessed, very, very blessed, very kind, very gentle people. Yes, Master, they are very kind. Thank yes. you, Master. Um, my second question, in Cancun, you revealed uh, how animals bless us and help us to earn more spiritual merits. This helps us to better understand uh, the book of Genesis in the Bible about animals being our helpers. Friends, yes. But, Master, with uh, climate change... 
so many of them are dying now at yeah. a very alarming rate. How detrimental is it to Earth every time a species become extinct? That means we have less love, less loving power to protect us and to keep the Earth's atmosphere in balance. You see, we are more vulnerable to attack from negative power because we have less uh, positive power from the blessing of the animals. That's what it is, okay? You know it well. I, I'm very sad. I can't describe ever enough how sad I felt. Now, not even so much for animals, but for humanity. Because no matter how the animals suffer physically, it's temporal moments, and they will go straight to heavens where they deserve a high place amongst other highly spiritual beings and being loved and praised by God for their sacrifice and their help on this planet. But the humans, by having harmed the animals, we are harming ourselves so much, so much. If only humans know what's the consequences, I think they will stop abusing animals and immediately. And we'll feel very, very repentant and very sorry for what we have done to our animal friends and helpers and bless beings, blessing source of love and protection. Yes, Master. Maybe soon everybody will realize that. I hope. Yes. We hope so too. Thank you, Master. Thank you so much for your help, Master, and your blessing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank God. Hi, Master, again. Uh, in this uh, holiday season, we also uh, think about the people who suffered during the year 2010, and um, there has been a lot of weather events, um, like the floods in, uh, in Pakistan or the, the drought in uh, Russia. There are more and more reports about how severe droughts are spreading everywhere. Um, for example, the world's largest rainforest, the Amazon, is undergoing an exceptional drought in large areas, which is worse than the extreme drought category. And what are Master's thoughts about the, the worsening drought situation? As you know already from scientific news report, we have tens of thousands of people hungry due to the Amazon drought. Drinking water is contaminated by the millions of fishes that die also, not just from our fertilizer runoff or animal waste runoff. Uh, also, such as severe, they call mega drought, usually occurs only once in many decades or century. Now, the latest one is only uh, several years ago, five years ago. Scientists say that droughts related to global warming are very different from uh, normal droughts. They are more permanent, more severe, 
and irreversible and characterized by very hot weather or even cold weather, extreme. Trees die not only the oldest one, but of all ages, even the young one and all size. Regions most vulnerable are the U.S. Southwest, Southeast Asia, Eastern South America, Western Australia, Southern Europe, Southern Africa, and Northern Africa. And if we continue to live our lives the way most people do right now, it will get worse and worse. I'm not sure what else will happen, okay? Okay, thank you, Master. Karma changed so fast because we create new pattern of karma all the time, and that in turn affects the weather. And the weather affects us, of course. And all this biodiversity loss and all the people' lives lost due to the consequences of the way we live our life. Not benevolent enough. <sighs> yeah, I am not sure anymore what will wake humans up. I have just finished working on Plan B right now, and I am glad it's a success. Thanks to all the deities' help, to all the divinities that lends hands at this time. That's all I can tell you. Plan B. <laughs> Plan B is already done, in case. Thank you, Master. Mm. Hi, Master. Mm. Uh, again, we just wanted to thank you so much for being in Cancun and just being there for the Climate Change Conference. And it was really touching to see all the delegates' warm reception for you, Master. And it seems yeah. that the vegan circle is growing every day, yet it also seems that it's not fast enough. Would heaven have any tips for us at this time to speed up this evolution? Thank you, Master. Yes. <laughs> yes. Heaven has a tip for us. There is necessity of precious donation of spiritual marriage point. Namely, one million zillions of spiritual marriage points in order to rescue the situation. I'm working on it still. Hope I have enough time as well and a favorable condition in order to continue this job. This uh, plan, uh, <laughs> plan C. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Master. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes. One million zillions of zillion. Can you count that? Spiritual point. This lifetime, the physical life is not enough. Something more precious, spiritual points, must be given. That's a negotiation. Like in this life, people have negotiation for many things. And the spiritual dimension, we also need negotiation and spiritual deal. 
Okay? Yes, Master. Sometimes Master die for the world. Sometimes physical death is not enough. Physical death is not is not the worst thing that happened to anyone. Spiritual loss is Yes, Master. Okay. Thank you very much, Master. You're welcome. Master, would you agree to share with us what is Plan B and what is Plan C? Ah, <laughs> uh, let me ask Heaven if I'm allowed to do that. Thank you, Master. Just one second. Uh, okay. Plan B is in case we cannot rescue the physical lives on the planet or rescue the planet because human doesn't change their way of life, then to rescue the souls when they depart from this world so that they will stay away from hell, even the worst criminals. That is plan B, okay? Wow. And I have enough spiritual merit to save aside whatever I have earned up to now, because other merit I have spent it all for different reason already, and right now is reserved for the souls if they die from this world before they had a chance to redeem their mistakes. Then they could go to heaven instead of hell. And for that, <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> I cannot count a zillion, 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 zillions of zillions. <laughs> and that's enough right now to have the redemption of 10 billion people. Okay? Wow. Thank you so much, that Master. That is the whole world. The whole world and the future. Because we are nearly 9 billion soon. Wow. That's plan B. <laughs> so right now, it's just enough for plan B. Plan C is to save the planet physically and plan D as well. But I have not even have time to begin plan C yet. Just a beginning, just a beginning. I just hope I have enough favorable condition not like the condition I had in these past years in order to concentrate on my task. I just hope I have enough, you know, better condition, like favorable condition and time and uh, physical awareness to continue plan C and then <laughs> plan D. <laughs> okay? That's our wish, Master. That's our wish also. But sometimes, if you have plan B already and then plan C is done, then plan D also have great effect together. Still, but each one uh, is different. They're together, but different. Demand different price, different negotiation, different deal, okay? And it takes time, takes time to get all the points, if I even have time. Okay, happy? <laughs> yes, Master, thank you so much for sharing with us.
Any more question, my love? Yes, Master. You just mentioned also the plan D. Would you share with us what is D? Would heaven allow? <sighs> That, uh, uh, oh, yes, is allowed, but uh, I have not started yet, so I don't know. <laughs> is the complete peace on this planet? Wow. That no one will kill no one any longer, even animals. Wow. That's a plan D. Okay? Yes, Master. We love that, Master. You are very, very inquisitive, huh? Very inquisitive. Concerning that, Master, we will pray and maybe meditate more also to give... I don't know if we can help in any way. Mm. It helps always to send positive, loving, kind thought. Yes, Master. Supportive. You see, it's a supportive atmosphere. We support you, Master. We support you. Help me to thank all the deities, God and goddesses, who have been very, very supportive, very, very helpful to remind me about things, to remind me where things are and what to be done. And they always lend their utmost blessing and support. Help me to thank them. Yes, Master. I thank them all the time, all the time, every day, many times a day, whenever I remember, whenever I have time. Thank you. Without them, I could not do much. Okay. <laughs> Any more questions? <laughs> yes, Master. Hi, Master. Hi. Master has said in Dubai that leaders who approve or pass plant-based nutrition will gain thousands of billions of plants and go straight to heaven after this life. Yes. What about leaders who still eat meat but promote more organic plant-based nutrition? Ah, oh, they approve it, but they still eat meat, right? <sighs> Then they have 50-50, yeah? <laughs> 50 blessing from the approving of the plant-based diet and have some deduction because of the karmic uh, price they have to pay for taking lives indirectly or directly from the creation on this planet. All right? Thank you, Master. Yeah. Maybe lower heaven, you know, but still better than hell, huh? <laughs> Master, you are selfishly giving everything to save the, the beings on this planet, even to the detriment of your own health. What does Master's mean in the Mexico conference lecture when you say that with Master's current merit points, you can only help about half of the world's souls? Master, could you please help further explain how you are rescuing them? Is it purely spiritually or also helping them in this physical realm? 
Uh, some cases, both, yeah. But uh, that was an old report. I have just told you already I have enough for 10 billions of people, including the worst criminals. But people have to change. Otherwise, they will go to lower heaven instead of higher heaven, and they will regret very much. Okay? Yes, Master. This is more spiritual. Okay? Plan B is in case we cannot save the planet and cannot save many physical life on this planet, then we save their souls when they depart from this world on Mars, for example. Okay? It's just the worst scenario, and I have to save the spiritual merit for that case. Okay? In case human has not enough time to repent and, and the planet uh, have no spiritual merit to sustain in order to exist, then that's a plan B. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Master. Thank you so much. Otherwise, in some cases, also physical as well as spiritual. All right. Thank you, Master. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, in case I don't see you, I don't talk to you a lot, or anybody a lot, or don't go out a lot, don't see any of our members a lot, you must know that I am in intensive retreat, okay? Yes, Somewhere, Master. all right? in order to speed up the spiritual bank account for some use. Understand now? Yes, Master. So please, please, uh, anyone, disciple out there, don't keep pulling me out, yes. huh? <laughs> don't keep praying to see Master and all that stuff. Please, please give me some time so that I can do something, huh? We're so grateful for everything that you're doing. Thank you so much, Master. Oh, you're very welcome. I do anything. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Master, in Mexico, after the Greenest Heroes Gala, um, you did a book signing late into the night. And um, after the public had left, you continued to stay with disciples and singing songs and sharing your love. And actually, we noticed that one of the Greenest Heroes honorees, Dr. Will Tuttle, he also stayed till the very end to bid you farewell um, among the crowd. And the next day, um, before he left Cancun, he was saying, I know it was late and my mind was telling me to go, but my heart was telling me to stay because it was such a precious opportunity to be in Supreme Master's presence. And she was beautiful. And that's what he said. And and Carrie Brown, the three-time Emmy winner, who was also one of the Greenest Heroes, um, he acted in the Santa skit for Supreme Master Television. And he had shared with his wife, who was not at the gala, about how you are like the perfect earth mother. That's what he said. And um, when he heard your voice on the television from another room in our studio, he smiled and he goes, I know whose voice that is. It's Supreme. And um, actually, just today, he called uh, in the middle of his vacation um, to wish you Happy New Year. And he said to please send his love to Supreme Master Ching Hai. Please, uh, likewise. Yeah? Likewise. Oh, 
Thank you, Master. I will tell him. Master, sometimes it seems like non-initiates have even a closer connection with you. Why are they able to be like that even without being initiated? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know why. Uh, I can only tell you that uh, uh, whomever I met outside our circle are very, very, very kind and very loving. They are very attentive, you know, and very loving and They just love me so much, and it feels as if they are family members or best friends, and I love them no end, yes. For example, sometimes I just pass by some children on the street, and they're playing together, and I feel so much love for them. I want to hug them, kiss them, and give them presents, and sometimes I do that, but I tell the parents first, I ask the parents' permission, and I let the parents give it instead of from me directly. Wow. Yes. And I tell the child that never receive anything from stranger except when the parents' permission is there or direct from the parents so that they don't get the habit of taking things from anybody. And maybe sometimes it's not favorable for them. Yes, Master. And sometimes even I see some taxi drivers <laughs> whom I never met. They're just standing on the street and talking with each other. And I pass by with my car. And I feel so much, so much love for them. I don't know why. I even want to stop the car and hug them and tell them I love them. But of course, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know, no reason. I just love people a lot, and they love me a lot. Everywhere I go, I cannot complain. Ah, oh, people are so loving, so loving. <laughs> I think it's because they respond to your love, and, and they really feel your love, so. Thank Perhaps, you, Master. I don't know. <laughs> You're welcome. Hi again, Master. Yeah. Master, it was so inspiring to see the politicians and the artists really listening to the spiritual revelations you gave in the gala in Cancun. Um, and one artist, Melba Moore, even mentioned how they loved your poems and lyrics and how it uplifted them uh, singing them. Master, would you say that entertainment and the arts in general could convey your message more easily and help to awaken in humans the veg solution to climate change? And if so, <laughs> what would you think about a, a sequel to King and Company and uh, more events like the gala? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I don't think I can afford it. I must concentrate more on uh, plan, <laughs> plan C and Plan D. Yes, Master. Time is urgent. Uh, there's no time for entertainment, even though that helps people. First, we must save the planet. First, important is to save the souls, and then save the planet and have peace on earth. And then maybe we have time for any other things that we enjoy. Okay, God's will, maybe. Uh, right now, you know, I have other plans. Thank you, Master.
And I said, it takes a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of almost infinite points. So I, <laughs> I just hope I have enough time to do all that. You see what I mean? Yeah? Yes, Master. I don't have time to write anything right now. Yes. Thank you, Master. You're welcome, my love. Master, in Cancun, during the Gala for the Greenest Heroes, you explained that with a ninth-level Master, the blessing is higher. Would you and Heaven agree to tell us more about the ninth-level Masters? Who are they? What is their mission compared to a fifth-level Master? Hmm. <laughs> My God, you ask a lot of questions. Ah. Uh, okay, it's like this. The ninth level master are from the highest heaven, okay? On the outset, there are no difference between the fifth level master or the ninth level masters, except the inner power and the blessing limit, okay? And the fifth level uh, master take people to the fifth level only, no other worlds and no other works. The ninth level a spiritual master can do more, depends on need, can heal the world, can bless the world, can redeem all souls, even the worst criminals. The fifth level master can't do all that. The power is different. The mission is that difference. Okay? Thank you, Master. Mm. Master, with the hopeful conclusion of COP16 in Cancun and many people pledging to be vegan after hearing you speak at the gala, could you please share your wishes and vision for the new year? <laughs> be vest, go green to save the planet. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Master. Master, that's the last question we have for the conference. But if I may, oh. at the beginning of the conference, you mentioned that you would share with us your spiritual diary. Ah. Is it possible, Master? Would you share? The least, huh? Yes, ah. Master. Yeah, well, I have it somewhere. Thank you, Master. Okay, the least. <laughs> Ah, gosh. Okay. You want to know what makes you closer to God, right? And what loses the closeness, right? Yes, Master. Exactly. Mm. Yes. Okay, here comes. Maybe you don't like what I tell you, but you ask. Here it is. <laughs> For a normal quaning meditation practitioner, if you renounce... Wow, my God. For example, if you're on a higher level already and you renounce 
your sexual appetite and you can be close to God 96% if you have no other hindrance, yeah? Okay, if you're pure and complete, at least on fourth level, you'll be close to God 96%. If you go without food, then you have 98% closeness to God. You go without drink as well, then 99%. No sex, no food, no drink, 99.2%. You get it? Yes, Master, I get it. That's amazing. Uh, but it's not the point. Huh? It's not like, okay, if you give up all that, then you become closer to God. It's not necessary. Because according to my research, even, I hope I don't offend people, uh, just for your reference, even like if you are a monk, okay, and you stay in the Himalaya and you don't uh, have uh, any... Uh, love partner, sexual activity, nothing at all. Hmm? I have seen some, you know, like that, and they're only closer to God, like 84%. And that person is very famous, for example, and the head of some very famous uh, religious order. And a whole life already, being a monk and not doing anything mundane even, 84% only, yes? And there was some uh, breatharian, holy person, close to God, only 90%. And some famous breatharian leaders, only close to God, 87%. Yeah? But some breatharian person who are not famous leaders or anything is closer to God, 90%. Okay? And uh, some uh, also monk renounce everything, and also breatharian close to God ninety nine percent plus, okay. But some very famous religious leaders and revered by all many people are close to God only like seventy one percent, for example, eh? So it's not necessary that like if you renounce everything and you become a monk, then you are close to God 100%. It's not necessary. Uh, besides, in this world, uh, it's a little difficult to be close to God 100%. Possible to be over 100% even. That I know. Mm. But it's not like if you renounce everything and you get what you want. It depends on sincerity as well. Okay, huh? Yeah. Now, in order to tell you the thing, just for your reference, huh? For your reference. If truly, because your motive is to be closer to God, to know God more and to devote yourself, your love wholly to God. And then because of that, you want to renounce whatever you can. Then it's possible that you be closer to God than before you renounce things. <laughs> but only if you're sincere and profoundly uh, dedicated to God. Okay, here comes some renunciation if you want. Yes, Master. If you want to hear. If you think. <laughs> yes, Master, we want to hear, Master. Okay, for example, if you renounce one dog, if you have a dog and you renounce it because you want to be free to be uh, devoted to God, 
please don't renounce your dog. I know all that, but I don't renounce my dogs either. <laughs> but even then, I keep all my dogs. I still am very close to God. I'm very happy. <laughs> even if I give the spiritual merit, and I still keep the dogs and everything. But I, I still am very close to God. I'm revealed like that, okay? I'm not boasting or anything. I'm just telling you all the truth as a report, okay? Now, if you renounce one dog, you have like 1% closer to God, okay? Some smaller dog, then you have less. <laughs> and if you don't have any birds, for example, you renounce the bird, then you have 0,5% closer to God. Mm, if you have no sexual partner, or you renounce your partner because you really want God, then you cut and you be closer 10% to God. And if you have no, mm, I mean, kind of pleasuring yourself, then you're closer to God 4%. Each time you pleasure yourself without a sexual partner, you lost 4% closeness to God. Okay? And now, in case you think not enough, <laughs> you want more ascetic, then you can renounce the food, you know, and uh, you will have 5% closer to God. If you renounce the drink and you have another, uh, like uh, maybe uh, half a percent or 1% closer to God. And if you don't have any house, for example, or you renounce your house for the sake of God, then you have like uh, 1 to 3% closer to God. The house, like three bedrooms, for example, okay? And if you don't have even an apartment, you renounce even your apartment, and you be closer to God, you know, uh, uh, similarly, maybe uh, 0.5%, something like that, okay? So if you renounce everything at all, uh, then you'll be closer and closer to God. But I'm not recommending it, okay? I'm just telling you because you ask me, okay? It's no recommendation like this. And even as I told you before, it all depends on the heart as well. Even you renounce everything, but your heart is not with God, there's no use. But even if you have everything in this world, but your heart is always with God, and God is all you want, then you can have all that and still be closer to God. That I know for sure, okay? Now, for example, <laughs> something that reduces our closeness to God, like even if you have water, you know, one bottle a day, you will lose like 0.1 of uh, closeness to God. And uh, if you have a natural tap, then you lose only 0.05% of closeness to God. And now, if you have fruit only, yeah, uh, like three times a day, but the fruit fell to the ground and you consume it instead of pluck from the trees, yeah? Fell to the ground, then you have 0% reduction from closeness to God. But if you eat the fruit that pluck from the trees like three times a day, then it's a different. If you have nuts also, natural from the trees that fell from the tree as well, then you have also 0% of hindrance to the closeness to God. Eh? So I advise you just sit under the fruit trees and the nut tree and wait, okay? Yes, Master. 
<laughs> Pick up those, eat them, then you always close to God even though you eat all day. <laughs> now even <laughs> even all kind of melons, you also lose 0.2%. Uh, all mushroom, cucumber, pumpkin, and all the like, also you lose closeness to God, but uh, very little, like zero. 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0 0.5, like that. Okay? These, uh, these uh, fruits are too close to the earth in any case. And the fruit that fell from the trees are better in comparison. Yes. But that's by no means recommend that you eat uh, just fruit from the trees. You eat what you want, huh? Okay? Yes, Just master. a report. Right. Now, if you don't want to lose any closeness to God, then you stay on fruit and coconut. For example, fruit that fell to the ground, eh? and you can have apples, 0%, orange, 0%, coconut, 0%. But they have to be like falling from the trees to the ground before you eat, not plucked. Eh? If you pluck, then you lost 0.1% to zero point like two, three, four percent depends on the fruit. Even bread and noodle, each portion we eat, we lose one point three or one point four rice as well. White rice, yeah. Brown rice similar. Mm -hmm. Even sesame, everything, brown rice, ready made tofu. But these are very little, like 0 0.03, 0 0.006, 0 0.01, for example. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Soya sauce, please don't need to renounce. It's 0 0.00001. <laughs> if you eat one meal a day, you know, like all kind of things that you eat, Vegan meal once a day, then you lose only one point and half to two percent. Yeah. So the way you are eating is not much. Okay. If you eat two meals and that's a double that lost. Yes, but not much. If you meditate, then you can make up for that as well. But I'm talking about the Kuaning meditator already. No, it's not other people. I I cannot tell them all because they're different. They live. They're different lives. They eat meat and they lost a lot of spiritual merit already. There's no need to count. There's too much to count. And they are spending fast their spiritual merit earned from previous life that makes them famous, that makes them revered by all citizens, make them beautiful or make them famous, etc., etc. They're losing it fast. Uh, if they don't continue to refill their bank account, then they come back next life empty-handed. Mm. Now, even if you have a car, for example, my car, hybrid Toyota car, you lose 1% closeness to God. A big Lexus, you will lose one5 percent of closeness to God. And the Mercedes, of course, then you lose 4%. Uh, one electric car, you lose only 0 0.5. A Rolls Royce with four seats, you lose 6%. A Bentley with four seats, also 6%. <laughs> for example, like that. You know, any other car. Ferrari, for example, normal Ferrari, 
Or Lamborghini, you lose 7 or 8% closeness to God. McLaren, you lose 5%. A helicopter, if you own, you lose 9%. A jet plane, two-seaters, you lost 10%. And I don't know if I want to tell you this, but uh, about children. Even if you have one child, you lose 2%. It's not because God is jealous. It's because we pay attention to the child and forget God. Most of the time, or a lot of time, that's why. The same with dogs and cats and birds. Even though they bless us, they also take our attention away from God. So there's uh, some give and take there, you see? Mm. Yes, Master. They give you 8%, but you lost 1%, for example. But that's still a good deal, eh? Still a good deal. (laughs) Yeah. And if you have a child, a holy child, a divine child, then uh, the child will bless you back. Yeah, you lose 2%, but the child will bless you back if he's a divine one. And look, even if you own a boat with one engine, it's four seat, you lose 6%. And you even own one refrigerator, you know, the family one, 1%. A medium-sized 0.5%. Of course, nah? even drink a Coca-Cola, <laughs> you lose 0.03%. A tea, even, uh, will lose uh, 0.01%. A coffee will deduct your closeness to God only 0.001%. It's not because God doesn't want you to enjoy all this. It's just because most of us, we don't have enough power to drink a coffee and detach ourselves from the attention to the taste, yes, to the enjoyment of that coffee. And then we want it again and again. And so whenever we pay attention to anything in this material world, we forget God at that moment. So we detach ourselves from God somehow, okay? Depends on how big the pleasure, how big the possession, yes. Otherwise, uh, God uh, doesn't care what we own (laughs) or even what we eat or what we drink. You see, uh, why when we eat the plucked apples, we have less closeness to God? It's because we have to share our merit to that apple tree that we pluck because the apple tree at that time got nervous. If it fell on the ground, then no, no one feel anything. Okay, But these are very minimal of the loss of spiritual merit or closeness to God. But some melons, you know, when the plant of the melons already dead and the, the melon is laying there with the dry plants, then it's okay also. Uh, then you don't lose any merit or, or the closeness to God at all. That's why... Some of the master in the old time advised us not to even destroy trees or pluck fruit from the trees. Yes. You see, when we have the corn, if the plants already dry and brown, you take the corn, it's okay. Okay? Zero obstruction. Even if you drink beer or 7-Up or Sprite, it also costs something. You know? 0.010203, for example, depends. Uh, okay. That's it. And end of the list. Thank you so much, Master.
Could you please tell us how much it costs, Master, for World Peace? Yeah, World Peace. I told you, it's not by praying that we get. Huh? It does have some supportive atmosphere, but not all beings on earth are praying for peace anyway, so the power is very minimal. Hmm? So, heaven say that world peace need a negotiation, a spiritual loss or donation huh? of one million zillion of zillions of spiritual merit point. Do you know it takes a long time to earn that? Huh? You understand now? Hmm. Yes, Master. Negotiation. Spiritual negotiation is similar to physical, uh, financial negotiation in this world. Everything we want in this world, we have to pay. Not by fighting back, not by praying even, but by our spiritual merit. Imagine if the whole world practiced meditation and yearning for God and give up violence, give up harassing, abusing other beings such as animals, then we will have this in no time. But never mind, uh, heaven would uh, allow alternative. Actually, world peace is already partially visible, right? Yes, yes Master. But it needs a lot more zillions. <laughs> I just uh, hope I have enough time. It takes some time, take a lot of time, a lot of effort, but it's not impossible. All right. Okay, any other question, sweethearts, lovely people? Master, thank you so much for sharing the spiritual diary yeah. with us. And thank you also for telling us about the plan B, the plan C, and the plan D. It really gives us hope that the planet can be saved. Thank you so much, Master. Okay. I also hope so. <laughs> and most magnanimous Master, we thank you so much for celebrating this blessed new year with us. Thank you. And for sharing your precious insights to help elevate humanity's consciousness. In this new year, with all the wisdom and love you have graced with us today, we sincerely resolve to first change to improve ourselves in working for the betterment of the world. We pray that we'll be good tools to truly express our deep gratitude and be deserving of your special love for us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for believing me. Thank you for letting me be your friend and your helpers, your assistants all these years and still continue. Mm. Uh, thank you, Master. Thanks for your trust. God bless you all and I thank you and I love you so much for all you do, all your dedication and all your sacrifice. Thank you so thank much, you, Master. Master. Master, I just want to thank you for such a happy beginning for 2011, beginning the new year immersed in your love and benevolence. We are so filled with hope, as I was telling you before. 
for the plan B, the plan C, the plan D. <laughs> Thank you ever so much. Yes, we all have to have hope because that's all we have right now, huh? <laughs> Master, may this be the year the whole planet becomes vegan. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Master. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. It's included in Plan C. <laughs> in Plan C, yeah. Yes, so that uh, the world become vegan and to save the planet. Plan C, okay? <laughs> I'm working on it. Pray for me. <laughs> We will, Master. If I may, I would like to share another New Year's joke that is also quite relevant to the spiritual points you have been sharing with us through the recent conferences, Master. On New Year's Day, a man dies and goes to heaven. St. Peter meets him at the pearly gates. St. Peter says, Here is how it works. You need 100 points to make it into heaven. You tell me all the good things you've done, and I give you a certain number of points for each deed, depending on how good it was. If you reach 100 points, you get in. Okay, the man says, I attended church every Sunday. Mm, that's good, says St. Peter, that's worth two points. Two points? He exclaims. Well, I gave 10% of all my earnings to the church. Well, let's see, answers Peter. That was another two points. Did you do anything else? Two points? Gosh, how about this? I started a soup kitchen in my city and I worked in a shelter for homeless veterans. Fantastic, that's certainly worth one point, St. Peter's replies. <laughs> the man says, mm, I was married to the same woman for 50 years and never cheated on her, even in my heart. That's wonderful, says St. Peter. That's worth three points. Three points? The man cries out with exasperation. At this rate, The only way I will get into heaven is by the grace of God. Finally, St. Peter said, that's right. Come on in. Wow. <laughs> Master, our faith is always renewed in thinking of your unconditional, compassionate, and tireless dedication to ensure a peaceful and loving world for all beings and future generations. Good wish, <laughs> good wish, but there's nothing to it, really. <laughs> I don't think that uh, I'm doing anything great. I just feel very happy to do it. I told heaven I'm happy and willing to give anything I can to help the people, help the animals as well, because they don't know, <laughs> because they don't know what I know. It's not their fault that they have been blindfolded and oppressed so much so that they forget how great they are. It's not their fault. I'm willing to do anything, go to any length to help these uh, unfortunate beings, okay? It's nothing to it, really. I don't feel anything great or nothing special. It's uh, just feel like a normal thing to do. I'm just happy that heaven allows it, okay? <laughs> yes, Master. And I'm very, very happy to have your support and your love and your trust. I'm very, very happy. Your trust 
make me very happy. Okay, and your love also make me very happy. <laughs> We love you, Master. I love you too. Be blessed, be loved, be precious as always. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye, Bye Master. Happy Vegan New Year, Master. Happy Vegan New Year. <laughs>